Uh, Chase, we are now going to be deciding who will make the Super Bowl. I'm telling you, Gardner can do what Drew Brees did these last three seasons. As a Lions fan, would you be interested at all in going after Deshaun Watson? That dude needs to retire. I don't know if he will, and he's just not good anymore. It, just, just the truth. He's the worst quarterback in that division. He's one of the lesser quarterbacks in the AFC. Welcome to the WNP Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Mitchelson, and joining me today, as always, my co-host, Chase Crawshaw. Chase, how are we feeling today? Feeling pretty swell. I mean, if I'm being honest, though, probably better than swell. Uh, the Lions found their guys. They found their guys indeed. And hey, good news, because I saw that the defensive coordinator that is coming with the new head coach, apparently that guy is going to be a head coach sometime soon. A lot of promise in him. Yeah, I mean, it, they're, they're, it's finally, you know, like we're going to talk about it a little more, too. But I mean, these two guys, they weren't people I had anywhere near the top of my list. But I'm, I'm happy with the hires and we'll talk about it a little more, though. I don't want to spoil too much. Yeah, absolutely. So the things we will be discussing today, of course, we got to talk about uh, two quarterback retirements. One has not been officially announced by the quarterback himself. However, we've got some insider information. Uh, We're also going to be talking some more about Sean Watson because, I mean, that's an ongoing saga right now. A lot of stuff uh, coming from him on social media where he's just... He's just not having it. Then we're also going to be talking about coaching, hirings, and then going to be talking a little, should they be in the QB market? I'm going to put Chase to the test. I'm going to give him team names. He'll tell me if they should be in the quarterback market, whether that be through free agency, going after a guy like, mm, I don't know, maybe Carson Wentz or Sam Darnold, depending on their situations, or even looking through the draft. Then finally, we're going to do our third round of playoff predictions. And hey, great news, Chase. Last week, 4-0. Geniuses. Honestly, like, uh, it's it's tough, but, uh, really you is. know, we, we get it done because we are we are for the people. We are, Well, we are the people, and we are for the people. Right. So um, <laughs> we're going to do some more predictions. Um, I'm, I'm going to make a prediction right here, right now, though. I'm going 2-0. You're not because you're going to make the wrong prediction. Unless you make the same predictions, but okay, yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about some retirements, Chase. Obviously, Philip Rivers today, Wednesday, he retires. He hangs up the uh, the old cleats. Last week, I I had a conversation with him. Well, not with him, but at him on this podcast. That you know, Philip Rivers. I think that I might be able to do a little bit better. Uh, maybe not. I could be way out of my mind, but. Uh, and maybe it's time to ten, time to hang up the cleats. And he took my advice. So um, a a great career for Philip Rivers, but he's moving on to start a family with his with his wife. And that is what he said at the retirement. No, actually, no, that was an NFL meme. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I mean, there's a lot to kind of unpackage there. But Philip Rivers is yeah indeed retiring as you mentioned. Uh, it is. Far from unexpected, you know, it's something that we all kind of thought would happen. Um, he only signed that one year in Indy, so people thought that, you know, one year and done, maybe they could win a championship, maybe not. Uh, so Philip Rivers will retire without a championship. Uh, I mean, since Tom Brady has every single one since Philip Rivers entered the league anyway. 
but he, he had a solid career. You know, he was good for, for a long time. The last couple of years, he's really been dropping off. It really kind of showed this year. He just, he doesn't have it anymore. I uh, wish him the best of luck, him and his 85 kids. Yeah, and with that retirement of Philip Rivers and the retirement of Eli, uh, was that last year or was that two years ago? Two years ago, right? Or maybe three. Uh, I don't no, know. this this is Eli's first season not playing because Daniel Jones um, started with Eli backing up. Okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah, I don't know. Time flies when you're an old man like me. But uh, with those two retirements, Rivers and Eli, the 04 class, looking pretty weak. Only Big Ben uh, still in the NFL, and that class obviously legendary. Um, will it be matched by our 2020 draft with Herbert, Tua, and Burrow? Maybe, maybe not. Uh, maybe this upcoming draft class too. We don't know. But uh, Chase, another retirement we got to announce. Uh, Drew Brees, really unfortunate to see him go, but I, I think it was time for him to hand it up. Jay Glazer announced that he would be retiring before the game that took place um, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this past weekend. Drew Brees hasn't officially announced it yet, but knowing Jay Glazer, we can take that as basically fact. Yeah, so since technically nothing's official, like, you know, who knows at the end of the day, but it would be really shocking if he stepped onto the field ever again as a player. He signed a deal last April to be a broadcaster upon retirement, so you kind of had a feeling that this is probably his last go-around anyway. It would have been cool to see him maybe make or win the Super Bowl kind of in his last season. Um, But at the end of the day, you know, he he got a Super Bowl. He's one of the best quarterbacks of all time. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, and I mean, he's put up, he really put up some just ridiculous career numbers. Yeah, absolutely. Drew Brees, one of the best to ever do it. So thankful that I was able to grow up and watch him compete because, I mean, him, Brady, and Manning, could you get a better trio of quarterbacks while growing up? I, I really don't think so. But Chase, two quarterbacks I wanted to mention, not retired as of yet, but could there be retirement in the future for them? That's Tom Brady and Big Ben. So, I, I would be really shocked if Brady retires. Uh, he like he had a ridiculous year this year. I got I got to tip my cap to him. I was obviously a doubter. Um, I'm Davey. I'm looking at you. I'm sorry for ever doubting Tom Brady. Um, you, you know you, you were very disappointed in me when I made those predictions. But here we are. You were right. I'll happily admit that. Uh, you know it, it was it was cool to see. I I would much rather Tom Brady have a better season than Bill Belichick. You know that was the whole narrative we were talking about is who would have the better season. Um, I'd rather the player go and show that he can do it on his own. And sure enough, he did. So uh, that's one thing I was really happy to be proven wrong about. Uh, it would really be shocking if he had a season like this and then retired. Unless they win a Super Bowl, then, you know, maybe things might be different. But I, I really have a hard time. But Big Ben, that dude needs to retire. I don't know if he will. I, I hope he does for the sake of Pittsburgh, because if he's there, they're going to keep starting him. And he's just not good anymore. It, just just the truth. He's the worst quarterback in that division. He's one of the lesser quarterbacks in the AFC. They could, I mean, honestly, they could take a second round, third round quarterback this year if they really wanted to, not even spend the capital on the first one, let him develop. And then, like, Mason Rudolph isn't, like, a good quarterback, but he's not bad to the point where you're going to go, like, winless. He can help you win some games. With that defense, he might be able to help you get to the playoffs, honestly. So they need to just move on from Big Ben. Yeah, I agree with your thoughts on both quarterbacks. However, I hope Big Ben stays for another year. And then Mason Rudolph, like, kind of shows a little bit so that, you know, in the future of the Steelers, it'll just be Mason Rudolph. They won't go get like a Sam Donald or or won't draft a quarterback. So that's what I'm really hoping for. That would lead to the downfall of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Could I be more happy than that? 
I don't think so. But yeah, I, I got to agree, Chase. You wouldn't be more happy if the Bengals won six straight Super Bowls? Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> I, I oh don't my know. God. I mean, the downfall of the Steelers is awesome. Um, I, I, I've never met someone who hates a sports franchise more than you hate the Steelers. I mean, Graham hates the Packers. No, I remember asking you if you got your dream job, perfect dream job, would you work for the Steelers? And you told me without hesitation, no. All right, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to edit that out just in case I can knock the tune here. Oh, but uh, yeah, so I would agree, Brady. I think he should stay. He, I mean, he looked great. Why not? And then Ben gotta gotta leave before you make yourself look worse, before you tarnish your reputation anymore. But uh, from old quarterbacks to young quarterbacks that are extremely talented, Deshaun Watson, um, the relationship seems like there is no chance that he comes back to Houston. I don't know if you feel that way as well. Um, that's that's how I see it as of right now. If I'm a coach trying to look for a job, uh, being a head coach would be amazing anywhere you go. But would it honestly be worth it to go to a Texans team where you don't even know if you have a quarterback? The thing is, like, I, like it the Texans are actually the worst team right now to coach the NFL. So I wouldn't want to go there as head coach. They are going to have the last choice at coaching options. There's literally no other spot worse because you have Deshaun Watson doesn't want to be there. So you either keep a QB who no longer wants to be there or you trade him. And no matter what you get back in return, it'll never be enough because it's Deshaun Watson. Even if you get like two, one, two first round picks, it's not enough for Deshaun Watson. That's just the truth. And Tua really is not that special of a QB. So if you trade a D Watts and he goes to the Miami and he flourishes or he goes to the Jets and flourishes, whatever the hell they do, and then you get back to our Sam Darnold and they continue doing what they do. You're just, you know, you're punting a couple of years of quarterback and who knows what the QBs are going to look like in a couple of years. I honestly don't know too far into the future. Maybe they're playing the long game for Archie Manning. I don't, I don't know. Um, that'd be kind of, that'd be kind of funny, but regardless, they are in just the worst spot. I, I feel bad for a rest take over that team. And I feel bad for the fans. I mean, that's yeah. such a shitty situation. You think you have your franchise quarterback. You do have your franchise quarterback. And then the management just blunders it. So uh, really disappointing there. Chase, I want to talk about teams we could possibly see Deshaun Watson going to. Obviously, the big rumor, the Miami Dolphins. However, if you're a team like the Jets, why wouldn't you go after them? Or, or the Jags. I mean, you have a lot of draft capital. Why not bring in a quarterback that can solidify your team quite quickly. You, you know he's a great quarterback. So um, I think that the Dolphins news is got to be up there because if we're hearing it from like official reports, then you got to take that uh, like very heavily. But why wouldn't a team like the Jets or the Jags go after him? Dude, I would love if the Jags went after him. As much as I, I want Trevor Lawrence to go to the Jags because I have a lot of faith in him, of course, and that'd be really cool to see. I would love D. Watson in a Jags uniform because the Jags are my second favorite team. Got a nice mug from Johnny because uh, of that. Uh, got a, I still got to watch the thing. I want to be able to use it. But uh, regardless, uh, D. Watson in a Jags uniform would look weird, but it would it would be fun to see. And it, it really, if you have the opportunity to get a guy like D. Watson, you have to because he's a sure thing. And regardless, no matter what we think of Trevor Lawrence, he still is a question mark. You don't know what he's going to do in the NFL. There's been guys that have been in similar situations that have busted before. It wouldn't be the most ridiculous thing to happen. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think there's probably half the league 
that should consider going after him, if not more. I mean, if if you're like the the Bengals or the Chargers or the Chiefs, you know, you've got a young, bright quarterback, maybe not them. But even if like you're the Lions, as a Lions fan, would you be interested at all in going after Deshaun Watson? Do you think at this point in the franchise, obviously uh, another poor season, going to have the seventh overall pick? Are you looking to more rebuild and try to trade Stafford to get value? Or would you also be interested in going to Sean Watson? Give me to Sean Watson. If they trade Stafford in a first round pick for Deshaun Watson, like some long, long lines of that somehow, <laughs> sign me up. Holy hell. Um, I, I don't care because the Lions, if they don't, if they don't like trade for a quarterback to a quarterback this year, they're taking one next year. There's literally no way they don't. Stafford's getting too close to the end of his career. So when you compare it to the quarterback class next year, because I really don't think they're going one this year, uh, you know, that, that could be Spencer Rattler, Sam Howell. You know, I, I like both those guys very much. Even JT Daniels, I like a ton. I think he'll find his way into the first round. But give me Deshaun Watson every day of the week over those guys. I'd rather, you know, punt a first-round pick, maybe even two if you have to, to get a guy like D. Watts. Yeah, absolutely. Deshaun Watson and just an absolutely supreme talent in this league. It's going to be interesting to see how his situation continues to evolve. We'll keep you guys up to date on that. However, we now move on to coach hirings. And I I think the headliner, we talked a little bit about the Lions. We haven't mentioned him by name yet, but I I think the number one headliner we got to talk about, the Jags officially hired Urban Meyer in the last episode. We said, why wouldn't he take it? If he still wants to coach, he's got to take it. Well, on Thursday, he did get hired, and I couldn't be more happy. Justin Fields to the Jags. See, I I don't have a pro- I really don't have that much of a problem with like the actual hire of Urban Meyer himself. Um, I really not, not gonna mind it at all either. Once they officially take Trevor Lawrence, it'll make me feel way better about it. Um, you know, he's he's got proven success as a coach, so it'll be interesting to see what he does. You know, this this time around in his coaching career. Uh, he's going to be given the keys to a team that's really trending upward, and especially with Trevor Lawrence at the helm, uh, you know, doing Trevor Lawrence things like throwing Trevor Lawrence touchdowns and running Trevor Lawrence touchdowns in too. Uh, the team's really going to be run by Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, and Justin Fields is going to gr- look great in that Jags. What is it? Like a, like a teal kind of? Like a dark teal? Yeah. Um, yeah. Tre- but- Trevor Lawrence will look great in it. <laughs> Um, but I, I'm excited to see what Urban Meyer can do. I love seeing extremely talented, successful college head coaches come up to the NFL and see what they can do. I mean, Nick Saban didn't really work out with him. However, I heard the reason it didn't work out for him is because he wants to be the head honcho in the room. He wants to be controlling of everything. And in college, you can do that. You have students, you have younger, younger kids Whereas in the NFL, you need to show your players some respect because if you don't, you got a Sean Watson situation on your hands. Yep. Um, I mean, it's, I got nothing to add to that spot on. <laughs> yeah. And so I heard that Urban Meyer is not that way. Urban Meyer gives a little bit more respect. So we'll see how the Urban Meyer situation pans out. However, some more head coaching hirings that we can announce. Uh, Robert Sala, I don't know if we announced that last episode, but he is with the Jets. Uh, You got Arthur Smith going to the Atlanta Falcons. Dan Campbell going to the Lions. That was announced today. And then one that really surprised me, the Los Angeles Chargers hired Brandon Staley from the Rams system. Uh, Something I didn't see coming because this was only his first year as a defensive coordinator. When Wade Phillips left the year before. So, Brendan Staley, kind of a, a shocking hire for me. Yeah, I mean, a bit strange, but nice for him. He doesn't have to move. He just, he's playing, he's in the same stadium. Uh, so, that's, you know, good for him. But it, it was really kind of out of nowhere. 
Uh, not something I expected, but good for the Chargers. You know, maybe they, they found their guy. But honestly, all I care about is that the Lions found their guys. Um, I I really want to I really want to really talk about Dan Campbell because he's not someone I like. He's not someone who's at the top of my my list of coaching candidates that I wanted. But you know, as the hiring process came along a little more, um, and I started looking into him a little more, understanding him, I, I looked very forward to this hire. Uh, I didn't know he was an interim coach for the Dolphins prior to the Adam Gase hire. He went five and seven. You know, taking over a team midseason. That's pretty good. It's kind of shocking that he didn't get the job from there, and they went Adam Gase instead. Um, but he hasn't had an opportunity to head coach since then. But he, he's shown the promise. He's worked under Sean Payton, one of the best coaches in the league. So hopefully he's taken uh, some great things away from there, and he's going to bring him to Detroit and you know bring put Motown back on the map, just as he said. Yeah, for sure. I, I loved that little 20-second clip that he gave to the Detroit fans, One Pride. Um, Going to be interesting how a six-year deal works out. Uh, a little bit long, I thought, because as we saw with Patricia, you really were able to see how good or how not good a coach was within three years. I think the Bengals are going to see that. I mean, I already had issues with Zach Taylor just a year and a half in, but uh, six years, that's going to be pretty interesting. And Chase, you can't fault the Dolphins. They had to go with Adam Gase because he is a quarterback guru. He is just one of the best coaches out there. Yeah, that, that's so true. I, you know, I, I forgot, I forgot about that. He really was giving Sam Darnold the best coaching that he could. Yep, absolutely. All right. Well, I'm very excited to see Robert Sala in New York. I think that's my favorite hire as of right now. But one name that has been left off the list and with only two teams looking, Eric Bieniemy. And he's not even the favorite for either of these teams, Philly or Houston. So um, I, I don't really know what to say. He looks like a great head coaching candidate. However, Chase, you were telling me that there's really – got to only be one reason that would make sense on why he's not getting the job. Yeah. I mean, he, he's got everything else going for him that like we can, that we can see the one thing that we don't see is what he's doing in these interviews. He has to be messing up something in these interviews. There's no chance that someone, you know, even if he's not calling plays, it doesn't matter. Head coaches don't normally call plays. So he doesn't have to call plays. He has to be a leader of men. That's really what you have to be as head coach of the NFL. And his players that play for him on the chiefs say he is that say he's ready for that step. But when he's going to these rooms with these teams, you know, we're not hearing what he's saying. There has to be, you know, something he's saying wrong, something he's doing wrong, um, some sort of vibe he's giving off where these teams just feel turned off about it. Because when you look at some of that track record, there's no reason he should be passed on. And I do not think he's been passed on because he's African-American. I really think that's a that's like a crazy narrative. I know, you know, that there's there's some people that want, that want to say that's what's happening. But we've seen other like African American candidates get hired in other positions in the NFL just this offseason. So it, it really is not that. It's he has to be messing something up. And if he doesn't go to the Eagles or the Texans, I'm completely fine with that because I would assume that the Bengals either find their coach and Zach Taylor next year, he proves worthy. Or they get rid of them and they can hire Eric Bieniemy. How great would that be? See, that would be the perfect situation for me that Eric Bieniemy is still left somehow and the Bengals are able to swoop him up after they made the mistake hiring Zach Taylor over him a couple of years back. If Zach Taylor is the guy, though, hey, that works for me. But uh, some more head coach announcements we will bring up when they're announced. That's being with the Texans and the Eagles. And uh, I, I pray pray that whoever takes that Texans job, they can figure something out because right now it does not look good. 
no, it, it really doesn't. And I, I really hope Bianami gets a chance somewhere because regardless of what he's doing in these interviews, I think it's, it's worth a shot. Um, some people just don't interview well and some people that, you know, they just go and produce better instead. So I hope that's kind of the case. He can get somewhere, get an opportunity. Hell, if the Bengals do fire Zach Taylor like they should, um, like next season and the enemy is still available, I think that would just be a really great opportunity. The Andy recoaching tree is so strong too. So I just, like, it makes no sense to me. So ho- hopefully he gets a job this season or next season. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Chase. Well, we are now going to going to play. Should they be in the QB market? I'm going to give you some teams, some obvious, some not so obvious. And you are going to have to tell me, yes, they should be in the QB market. They should be looking to draft a quarterback or looking to acquire one through free agency and take Deshaun Watson out of it. Because if we put the Deshaun Watson trade on the table, then almost all of these teams are going to be a yes. Uh, So take Deshaun Watson out of it. Think of the current quarterback situation, the salary that may come with them, etc. So first up, the Jags, should they be in the quarterback market? No, they should definitely just like roll no quarterback on the field. Yeah, so no, they should go Gardner Minshew. Hey, I'm telling you, Gardner Minshew and like a different team where he's like, he can't be a guy who just carries a load. Like a team like the Saints, are you telling me he can't do what Drew Brees has done the last few years with a little bit more pizzazz because he can run the ball? Uh, no, he can't. Drew Brees is smarter. I'm telling you, Gardner can do what Drew Brees did these last three seasons. Um, and so ho- hopefully he gets an opportunity somewhere, whether it's you know there or elsewhere. Um, but yeah, the Jags are going to be in the QB market. They need to take Trevor Lawrence first overall. There's no other move you can do unless you can figure out a trade for D Watts, which obviously we're not figuring that's part of this. Yeah, absolutely. Big cap, though. Drew Brees, uh, the general that he is at the line of scrimmage. Don't think uh, Gardner could do that. But uh, the level of play has been, you know, pretty similar. But moving on, the Jets. Uh, so this is this is like a team where it's really tricky. I personally, if I were the Jets, I would draft Justin Fields second overall. Uh I, if, if he's, you know, like he's going to be there. So it's just too hard to pass on. And for some reason, Justin Fields, yeah, goes, if, if so, some reason, Justin Fields goes one and Mike's stupid ass scenario, uh, Trevor Lawrence there at two, then you have no choice. You have to take Trevor Lawrence at two. Um, so I, I really think he needs to come in. I think Sam Darnold can still be a good QB, but he needs a really healthy com- like quarterback competition. He needs someone who is his skill level, maybe even better to really bring out the best in him because you know, if he performs great, um, then you can move on from Dust Fields. If Dust Fields performs great, move on from Sam Darnold. Um, I think they should just move on from Sam Darnold in general anyway. It's just too damaged of a relationship, too damaged parts. Uh, let him go restart somewhere new. All right, let's now move on to the Dolphins. And remember, Deshaun Watson is not a factor. So with Tua and Fitzpatrick and Deshaun Watson not being a factor, should the Dolphins be in the QB market? I would probably say yes, but I would not say through the draft. I would say looking for agency for somebody who might be good enough to challenge for a starting job, just bring in that competition for Tua because I, I don't think if they draft a quarterback, like if they took Trevor Lawrence, or sure, maybe even Justin Fields, but if I have those guys going one and two, they're not going to have a chance at them. So if they can bring in someone who can, you know, like make Tua kind of step up his game a little more, then they could be in a really great spot because they could take a – just true playmaker or, you know, an all like borderline, all pro already type of offensive lineman. And they'll be in a great spot. So I would say, yeah, but not in the draft. 
Gotcha. Now, I'm going to put my opinion in here real quick. Chase, you've heard it. I know you are probably sick of hearing it, but just wanted to put it in here for everyone else. Um, I don't think Brian Flores and this team will be picking top three or even top five or maybe even top 10 for the foreseeable future because Brian Flores is just such a good coach. The defense was amazing this year. If Tua somehow busts and is just average at best, then I don't think they're going to be able to win a Super Bowl. I mean, average quarterbacks don't win Super Bowls, except for Nick Foles, but he was elite. He was the... Eli's elite. What are you talking about? Hall of Famer. Joe Flacco is actually elite, though. Actually, never mind. I think they're Yes. Yeah. (laughs) And and that Ravens defense was stupid. I don't think you'll find a defense better than that. And with the league becoming way more pass-heavy... You know, you need you need a good quarterback. We saw that with Patrick Mahomes last year. We could see it again. Well, we're going to see it again this year. I mean, you have four amazing quarterbacks in the champ or in the uh, conference championships. But like I was saying, I, I think that the Dolphins should really consider Justin Fields at three if he is available. Because if Tua doesn't work, you have that backup plan. If Tua doesn't work, and you don't take Fields, you take like a Penny Sewell. You don't have a backup plan, and you're not going to be able to get a high-caliber talent at quarterback. So uh, that's just my opinion. I think the the Dolphins should do it. If Tua does work, cool, trade Fields. If Fields is the better one, trade Tua. Get something back. I don't know. I just think uh, right now they're not going to be be there in a long time, so you might as well try now. But if they can get Sean Watson, then obviously that's the number one choice. But Chase, moving on, let's go to Atlanta with Matt Ryan. Should they be in the quarterback market? I would say yes. Um, I wouldn't spend high draft capital on one quite yet, honestly. I think I would try to work on that defense, and then you can look for someone in free agency, or you can take a like a more development-style quarterback. Uh, Matt Ryan, he's still good enough to start, and he's still good enough to produce. He's not going to um, like carry you not going to have MVP type of season like he had you know those all those years ago, but he still is good enough if the defense and the offense play well enough where they could be a Super Bowl type of team. But the defense has been atrocious the last few years, so if they can figure out uh, some of those pieces on defense, bring in someone who can be a development type of quarterback, that would be perfect for them. All right, two tough ones here for you. The Cincinnati Bengals and the Los Angeles Chargers. No. (laughs) All right, that was quick. All right, now, (laughs) these these last couple, I think you will have to do a little bit of thinking of. Um, Quarterbacks are in an interesting situation. Also take into effect... Their draft capital. Some of these teams aren't picking in the top five. They're not going to be able to get uh, a top quarterback. So we'll start with the Lions. Should they be in the quarterback market? So I would probably have to say no. I, I, you know, I would love Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields. uh, And I would also, you know, be really interested in Trey Lance too. But I really just, I don't know if it's in the Lions' best benefit to get quarterback right now because Stafford's still going to be here. You have to try to like do whatever you can with Stafford still. There's no point in rebuilding with him still here. So if you're holding on to Stafford, you got to get some pieces that can maybe give you at least one, like this year, This at least this year, a chance to win. I know it's hard for first-year coaches to win, um, but it's not impossible. So you do whatever you can to try to make, make, make a win this year, maybe even the following year. Um, and then reassess in the future. So if Trey Lance is there, maybe, but I would ultimately say no. Okay, now we go to Carolina with Teddy Bridgewater. Should Matt Rule be in the QB market? 
see the way Teddy started the season, I would have said no because he was looking like you know he's he's solid enough where he could really kind of just like be a true game manager, let this Matt Rule defense do its thing and be able to win some games that way. But he ended atrociously. Uh, it, they have to look for a quarterback. I don't know what they do because they're not in the best draft position for a quarterback, and I don't know like. There's no quarterback in free agency that would beat out Teddy Bridgewater for that job, honestly. So they're kind of in a tough spot. I think, you know, maybe they should be a team that considers trading up. I know there's a couple teams that would be looking for it. If they were able to find a way to trade up and get a Zach Wilson and Trey Lance type of guy, that'd be perfect. The Dallas Cowboys. Uh, so we're, we're not big Dak guys on this podcast. So that's That's clear. That's obvious. We talked about it before. Regardless, I don't think they're finding anybody that's going to replace his talent level. I think you might be able to get him at a, at a premium now because of that injury. Uh, still have to pay him some good money, but you won't have to pay as much as you would have if he would have continued the season the way he started. So you can get Dak at, at a decent price. You might as well hold on to him um, and then you know kind of reassess from there. Even if it's just like a short-term deal, that's probably the best-case scenario anyway because the Cowboys, they need to find out this year or next year if they're a good enough team to win or not. How about the New York Jets? No, no, the New York Giants, excuse me. No, I I would still hold on to Daniel Jones. I still think he can be good enough to help you win. Um, there's other issues that, ne- that need to be filled out. So if they can figure out those issues first and then maybe look in the quarterback market next year, if they find that Daniel Jones isn't working, then perfect. Chase loves Danny Dimes but hates Drew Locke. Both suck in my opinion. All right. I don't love, I don't love Danny Dimes. I just think he still has enough where like, he could get it done, where Drew Locke just sucks. I, I, don't, I don't. Okay. Daniel Jones is better than Drew Locke. You, you can't deny that. Daniel Jones has had more playtime with arguably more weapons with how bad the injuries were for Drew Locke this past season. Well, tell Jerry Drew he'd be better. So, all right, let's move on to another one of your loves, the 49ers with Jimmy Garoppolo. See, this is a team that I think if they were able to figure out a way to move Jimmy G and trade up and get Zach Wilson, that's a match made in heaven. Like that's the perfect fit for of all the teams in the NFL, in my opinion. Um, he's someone who's going to, he's had that Joe Burrow style quarterback where he's an efficient thrower. He puts in the right spot, um, but he's not as big of, of a game breaker as like a Joe Burrow is. So you can rely on that run game that they're going to rely on in San Francisco, as well as that strong defense. So if they can find a way to move Jimmy G, absolutely. But at the same time, I think they would be okay holding on to Jimmy G as well. Okay, two more for you, starting with the Minnesota Vikings. No, probably not. Just like as much as I don't like really Kirk Cousins that much, he's he's good enough where if your team's playing well enough, you can win. So hold on to Kirk Cousins, address some other issues, and then look for quarterback in the future. Okay, and ending with the Oakland Raiders, Derek Carr, and John Gruden. How's their relationship? Honestly, John Gruden hates all his quarterbacks, but this is probably the best relationship he's had with a quarterback, and it's not even that great. So I guess you want to look at that as a positive, um, you know, then sure. But if they get rid of Derek Carr, they're stupid because he's not like a special quarterback, but he is an undervalued, very good quarterback. And like just the numbers don't lie. The, the, the deep analytics don't lie. Nothing lies. The way he looks in the field doesn't lie. He's just a very underappreciated quarterback. All right, and there's Chase's answers. If you disagree, make sure to what's your uh, what's your Twitter handle? At Chawdust, C H A W D U S T. All right, tweet at him or even put in the comments of the video what you think of Chase's picks. Uh, if you think they're terrible, 
Don't worry. I think most of his picks are terrible. And speaking of picks, uh, Chase, we are now going to be deciding who will make the Super Bowl. A very, very important game. Two very important matchups that will determine that game. So let's start with Green Bay versus Tampa Bay. Who is moving to the Super Bowl? So if Tampa wins this game, they could be the first team to ever play a Super Bowl in their home stadium. Man, that would be a that would be quite the narrative. Too bad it's not going to happen because the Packers right now are on top on the NFC. Aaron Rodgers is just on that MVP train, trucking through everybody, uh, just the tr- the bolt train going straight through brick walls. He's unstoppable. The Packers are going to come out with a win here. Yeah, I, I think both of these games are really close. Uh, last week, I talked about how I thought two of the games were not as close as the other two games. Um, obviously, both of us going 4-0 and uh, made you know our, our, our picks and our overall thoughts um, quite genius. But this week, it's tough for me because I think Tampa, that offense is so damn good. And Green Bay, you got the best quarterback in the league as of right now. So uh, tough game, but I think I'm going to have to agree. I'm going to go Green Bay as well here. Yeah, I mean, it's a fair choice. Like, it'd be cool to see that narrative happen, see Tom Brady go to the Super Bowl, and it's fresh with the new team. And I don't want the Packers to win because I just don't like the Packers. But that's what's going to happen. Yeah, and there's a big dilemma here at my school of Michigan State University because obviously Tom Brady, a former Wolverine, and Rodgers, he's with the Packers. So you got the Lion fan saying, screw Aaron Rodgers, and you got the Spartan fan saying, screw Tom Brady. So big dilemma here on who we are rooting against, who we are rooting for. Um, I, I... Honestly, don't really care who comes out of this game. I just think Green Bay is better right now, so I'm going to take them. But, Chase, we'll move on to Buffalo and Kansas City. This game really depends on if Patrick Mahomes is going to be available, I think, for both of us. Um, Because he's the league MVP from last year. or No, two years ago. The Super Bowl MVP from last year. He's the best quarterback in the league consensus usually um and it's just is he available right now we don't know he went out with what was said to be a concussion however there has been some inside people saying he just got knocked out choked out because if you look at the way that he was tackled the defender's arm was under his neck and it could have cut off blood flow and just knocked him out um so a question mark on if he's available Give me your prediction on if he is and your prediction on if he isn't. Well, I'm going to count him as available regardless. I saw a report today. Apparently, he practiced in full. So, if he's already practicing in full on Wednesday. He's going to be good to go. And even if he didn't practice in full all week, I think he's going to play regardless just because it's Patrick Mahomes and it's the game that it is being, you know, the AFC championship. So, this is a this is a tough game. If Mahomes wasn't in, it would be... I think it'd be easy. Bills win. Uh, Chad Henney, he, he did fine when he had to go in, but Chad Henney's not going to do enough to win you games. And if the Chiefs, the way they play, their quarterback has to win them games. And Mahomes wins them every single game. It's just it's just the truth. It is what it is. Um, whereas, you know, the Bills, they, they don't have to have Josh Allen to win. He obviously helps a ton, but they can win with their defense too. So with Mahomes in, this is going to be a really, really, really close game. This might be the hardest prediction I've made all season, honestly. Um, 
just to be different, I'm gonna go with the Bills, and I feel like I'm gonna be wrong, but it would be awesome to see the Bills win. So screw it. I'm I'm gonna go with my heart. <laughs> yeah, I think the Bills take it if Mahomes isn't at 100 percent if he doesn't happen to play play. But uh, if he does, give me give me the Chiefs. I mean, I, I think the defense can do enough to stop or to slow down Josh Allen. I should say not stop because uh, that's going to be really hard. But it was really hard to slow down Derrick Henry last year and they were able to do it somehow. But uh, yeah, if if Petch Mahomes is healthy, we're going to see Mahomes versus Rodgers in the Super Bowl. Yeah, probably. Um, and if, if that's the case, great season for the Bills. Uh, you know, it's a tough way to go out. But if the Bills win, hell, I mean, that'd be great. I, I'm really interested to see what your dad would be like with the Bills in the Super Bowl. Oh, he's already freaking out. He keeps sending me videos of a former Bills player. I don't even know when it was. It was probably like the 80s or the 70s. Um, it's just a Bills player going, Buffalo going to the Super Bowl. I'm like, calm down, dude. Jeez. But, uh, oh, hey, boy. we're pretty good at playoff predictions as of right now. So you currently track at 7-3. and three. I'm currently 8-2. and two. We have one difference here. So uh, we're, we're, we're pretty stellar when it comes to playoff time. Yes, we are. We are clutch performers. Yeah, exactly. All right, well, that's going to be it for the episode. We hope you guys enjoyed. If you are interested in letting us know your picks or, um, you know, some of the stuff for the quarterback market, uh, you can let us know in the comments or you can tweet at us at WNP Sports Pod. And uh, stay up to date. You can also follow us on Twitter at WNP Sports Pod. So um, make sure to do that if you are looking for our other socials, whether that be Instagram or Facebook. They will be in the description of both the YouTube video and the podcast platforms. Uh, if you are listening on a podcast platform, if you could rate us five stars, that would be excellent. We would really appreciate that. If you're on YouTube, if you could give us a like, give us a subscribe and hit the bell to turn on notifications. It'll let you know when we are coming to you with a brand new episode. But that's going to be it. We want to thank you so much for coming out and listening. And as always, we're not professionals. We're not professionals.